Hi, and welcome back to the show. Today, I'm really excited about this guest. Her name is Veronica Valera, and she is one of the three co-founders of IntelliWorks PH. This is a really fantastic story. They come from San Jose, which is a small town in a relatively uh, remote province of the Philippines. IntelliWorks PH was started in May 2020, which of course was at the height of the COVID pandemic. So they really had a lot, not going against them, but a lot of challenges on their journey. And more recently, they are just doing absolutely fantastic and seeing hockey stick growth with their outsourcing firm. So they come from a relatively remote, relatively small town, and they are now considered one of the biggest employers in that town. They have about 100 staff, and they're actually expecting to uh, grow well beyond that uh, over the next couple of months. So it's an incredible story. 100 staff is you know, really a fantastic milestone to get to for any business, uh, and these guys have done that in a relatively short period of time. So it's a great story. In the podcast, we hear from Veronica about her journey uh, and their journey starting in Teleworks and um, how she has managed to grow her business and where she sees the value proposition for her clients. So it's a great story. And again, it's a great story of how people in the Philippines are able to tap into the global economy and do well for themselves as well as the clients overseas. So it's a, it's a, it's an all round awesome story. As always, if you want any of the show notes, go to outsourceaccelerator.com slash podcast. Enjoy. This podcast is brought to you by Outsource Accelerator. We are the world's leading outsourcing marketplace and advisory We help big and small businesses with their outsourcing needs, and we can help you too. We cover everything from offshore business and staffing strategy, optimal outsourcing structures, implementations, and fully managed services. If you are already outsourcing, about to start, or are somewhere in between, then we can ensure that you get the best from outsourcing. That's the best prices, best terms, and of course, the best results from your offshore operations. The Outsource Accelerator Marketplace now covers over 3,000 outsourcing firms, representing a global workforce of over 5 million people. We also host this leading outsourcing podcast, publish inside outsourcing, and have over 15,000 pages of content on the site. Because we span the entire market, we can ensure that you get the best deal possible. Get in touch today. Visit us at outsourceaccelerator.com slash quote. Also, if you find this podcast interesting or valuable, please share it. We have now produced hundreds of episodes featuring the outsourcing world's most prominent luminaries. Please show your support by sharing this podcast today. 
Veronica, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. How are you? I'm doing well, Derek. Thank you. How are you today? Really good, really good. Teleworks is a is a BPO. You're based in San Juan in Occidental Medoro, which is a part of Philippines. Um, when did you get started with the with this operation? So we started operations back in uh, May 2020 with me and a couple of my partners. So when we started, um, it was just the three of us, and uh, we hired about one to two employees after a few first few months. And then uh, we've grown our team now to having about uh, almost 100 employees. Fantastic. Well done. Amazing, amazing story. And you, you really chose a challenging time to get started. May was very much in the throes of COVID um, and, and the early stages of COVID. So I think a lot of businesses were in shock. A lot of businesses were really struggling. And you decided to actually start a business. What made you start a business and, and a BPO at, in May 2020? Well, actually, um, to be honest, Derek, we already had the idea back in 2018, but uh, me and my partner were still employed back, uh, at that time. So when the pandemic started, we went home here in uh, San Jose, Mendoro, and we noticed that a lot of uh, employees that are from Manila and from other c- cities, they went back home here in Mendoro, and some of them actually do not have jobs. They quit or um, they were let go. So we um, felt like it's the time for us to provide um, opportunities for people that uh, you know that need jobs. And we also have students here that are um, just fresh graduates who are who cannot go outside of our province to look for other jobs. So. We felt like it's a good opportunity, though it's challenging. But it was a um, it was a good opportunity for uh, both us as employers and them as um, uh, job seekers. Great. And what was it about? What is your own professional experience? And you know, why did you see the opportunity uh, to to start this BPO? You know, it's it's really great that you made the connection that you saw a lot of professionals returning from Manila. Uh, and you actually saw the opportunity in that, not necessarily the hardship in that. Um, but what is your own experience that that gave you the idea or the insights into building this into a BPO? Well, I think that it's two things, uh, Derek. First one is my partner is actually a customer service agent. So uh, she would talk to us about uh, the many opportunities that she sees while she was in the industry. So we got uh, interested, and we realized after you know talking uh, so uh, after so many months about the industry, that the professionals that go to Manila or to other cities come from provinces like us as well. So we have lots of um, aspiring professionals or fresh graduates that cannot find any opportunities in provinces like ours, and they go to um, Manila to find opportunities. So we realized that why not offer it here? Why not build a a company here that would not require them to uh, go to uh, cities uh, like Manila and uh, just be able to work at the comfort of their provinces um, where they're close to their families. So I think that's uh, our 
main uh, motivation on why we thought that this would be a, a really good idea for a business venture. Got it. Well done. Well done. And it's it's great to have that insight and experience of call center operations. With your initial staff, you said you started with three of you and then you maybe hired a couple of people. What roles were you doing initially and how did you get that early start? How did you get your first clients through the door? Um, actually, the first few months, uh, the first few weeks of our operations, it I was, I'm not uh, sure that it's a success. Actually, we started in telesales and telemarketing, but it seems that the talents or the skills that are present here in our province are not that focused on um, English speaking skills. They're not that confident yet because we don't have a lot of um, exposure to places and situations where we can use the English language, but they're good in writing. So we um, tried the telemarketing and telesales, but it did not work. So we tried to look for other um, types of services where the available skills here can excel, such as, well, customer service for non-voice type of services like um, emails and chats. And then afterwards, you were able to identify um, types of services like graphic design, which are available here. There's a lot of creative people here in um, San Jose and Mindoro. And uh, we are also able to identify people or clients that are looking for that type of services. So that's, um, that's how we did it. Well done. Well done. And I think I called it San Juan earlier, but San Jose. So uh, can you paint a picture, especially for those that are not the listeners that are not in the Philippines? Can you paint a picture of San Jose, like where it is in the Philippines? Um, what the demographic of the of the city? Yeah, so it's a 45-minute plane ride away from Manila. It's a separate island, so if you are going to travel from Manila to San Jose, you will have to um, do a, a land travel, um, which might be a, it's, it's probably an 8-hour to 10-hour ride, including the ferry ride. <clears throat> but you can also ride um, uh, fly via plane, of course, and... Uh, you'll get here about 45 minutes to an hour. So it's in the tip of an island, and that is uh, actually much closer to Palawan, Coron. I think um, most of our uh, international uh, listeners might be familiar with Coron as a tourist place. So we're close to that um, to that place, yeah. Fantastic. And what are the education levels like? Do you have universities there, things like that? Well, neighboring municipalities have universities as well as ours. Uh, I mean, we have universities and colleges here. So actually, um, uh, since you asked about that, we partnered with colleges and universities here so we can do some workshops for their, uh, for their college uh, students. And we also have uh, uh, colleges and universities that are also... Um, partnering with us so that they can uh, recommend our our company as one of the employers that uh, their graduates could possibly be part of. Fantastic. Well done. And an incredible story. So, you know, just to recap, you have now grown to about 100 employees and you expect considerable growth over the next couple of months as well, yeah? Yes, that's our target. And what... Uh, 
is that now pretty impressive for San Jose? Like are you now a pretty significant company within that that city? Yeah, so when we started, there were, were just like um, three um, BPOs here, including us. And right now, the other, um, the leader of that BPO industry uh, in our town, um, uh, they're not, uh, uh, they're not part of the uh, the industry anymore here in uh, in San Jose. So we, uh, it, it really is a big deal here in San Jose because um, there are not a lot of private companies here that have like about a hundred employees at the moment. So um, it's uh, it's really something to be proud of, especially as employers that we're able to provide about a hundred opportunities here um, in San Jose. Well done. And you were saying like you are projecting maybe 120 to 150 staff within another couple of months? Yes. Um, uh, based on the uh, the deals that we're making, the, the contracts that we have, I think uh, we're projecting about 150 by uh, end of September. And we've uh, recently expanded our operations. We've built a second uh, floor for our to double up our operations. Fantastic! Well done, well done. And like that is incredible growth for any company on any scale. And you know, especially in San Jose, and um, especially from starting within you know the COVID kind of pandemic. What do you think? Uh, how are you able to generate these sales? Um, like, what is what would you say are your value proposition that are attracting the clients? And um, yeah, how how are you able to move the needle so so profoundly? Um, well, when we talk to our clients, uh, we're pretty straightforward, and uh, we ask them about their pain points. So when we identify the pain points, we uh, offer solutions that are available in our company. And our pricing is something that I think um, is very attractive to them uh, because we're, we're, we're flexible. We are able to give them customized packages based on the needs, especially if they have several services that they need in our company. And also um, because we assure them that uh, the employees work um, on site. So all of our employees um, work in an office here in uh, in our office in San Jose. Uh, I think that's one thing that they like because uh, most of the problems that they uh, that they encounter when they hire um, from other countries is that if uh, uh, their previous uh, hired employees that are working remotely um, are not as productive as uh, it as they could be if they they work in an office. So that's one thing that re- they really like about our company, and also that uh, we assure them of the we walk them through the training process that each of our employee goes through from the moment that um, we hire them and uh, assure them of the. Uh, that they meet the qualifications that our office has, the training that they go through, the structure that we have here in our office where each of our services have their own management team uh, to assure of the quality that uh, they produce every day and 
um, that they are mentored well by much more experienced agents um, that are part of our office for uh, more than a year now. Got it. Fantastic. And um, in terms of the roles that you've now expanded into, where are you seeing the trends? Is, is a lot of it sort of digital professional roles? Uh, where are you seeing, are you seeing sort of trends occurring like in terms of the roles and requirements? The trends that we're seeing is a lot of um, a lot of uh, small or uh, startup clients. Uh, they're looking for administrative assistance, like virtual assistance. We see that there's a lot of that. Um, I think in the past couple of months, we've onboarded about ten already, about ten to fifteen um, clients that are looking for their own. Um, administrative assistance to help them with their uh, daily operations. And also um, social media, uh, of course, social media management is um, kind of a big factor whenever we onboard clients. They're always, they always look for someone to take care of their social media. Um, but also uh, we recently identified that there's um, lots of needs when it comes to accounting type of services. So that's why our uh, company recently invested to building an accounting team to help uh, serve um, that uh, client base who are looking for bookkeeping type of services, um, uh, financial management, uh, strategic finance, and other automations when it comes to accounting services. Got it. Well done. So you're actually climbing the, the skills ladder considerably. I mean, you're not doing the voice, which is, you know, kind of labor intensive, lower um, skill grade, and you're actually going into the professional roles and digital roles. It's, it's really fantastic. And do you find at some point, does it get harder within the San Jose region to, to source all the staff you need? Or generally, you you're able to find all of the requirements there? Well, when we expand the services or the skills that we have here in the office, um, we do two things, right? So when we identify that there is a need in the market um, uh, on the client side, we look at what's available here in our labor market um, because there's a lot of uh, accounting graduates here that don't have any opportunities to, uh, to, to take in our province. So we were able to identify that need from the client side and that um, available talent or skills um, here. So that qualifies it as um, something that we would like to uh, expand in, in terms of skills. Uh, so we have, lo we have identified lo lots of other needs from the client side, but because we don't have it here yet, uh, in our province, um, we don't have that uh, set of skills, so it's not something that we're confident in expanding in. So uh, I think that's how we uh, identify if we're able to um, explore that uh, those type of services. Got it, got it. And obviously, one of the well, the benefits with working with people in the province is salaries are generally a little bit cheaper than Manila. Um, people, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but people are also a bit more loyal to their jobs. There's probably less churn. Uh, and as well, you know, 
I, I think it's good that people are coming into the office. I think that in many cases, remote can be overrated in terms of the accountability of staff and getting people into a good um, uh, good vibe and culture. And when you're working in the province, well, when you're working in Manila, there's, there's often a lot of travel issues, uh, mm-hmm. commuting delays and things like that, which people in the province don't experience. So there's, there's really a lot of benefits to provincial uh, outsourcing suppliers and, and really worth examining for, for prospective clients. Uh, do, you, do you have clients that sort of are aware of the differences between provincial and, and Manila-based staff? Is, is that, does that kind of come into the, the discussion sometimes? Yes, it, uh, yes, it comes into the discussion um, a lot of times, actually, Derek, because uh, when they ask us about our competitive edge over um, other BPO companies or they ask us about attrition rate, we really highlight that um, people here in the province are much more, you know, they're much more relaxed. There's not a lot of competition when it comes to uh, employers. So when you mentioned loyalty, you're correct. Uh, people here um, or em- our employees are, I would say that uh, they're much more um, comfortable in just uh, working in an office, which is close to where they live in, um, as opposed to when you're in Manila, you're like traveling for three, four hours um, if you're commuting. Here, they can just travel for like 10 minutes and they're already here in the office. Everything's like 10 minutes away here. So when, um, when that comes up in the discussion, uh, they like the fact that uh, it, the, the, our office is easily accessible to, um, to employees, which makes it, which assures them that uh, the employees are much more comfortable, there would be less attrition. So um, yeah, that is, uh, I think that is something that they're also uh, pleased to hear whenever we have uh, this part of our discussion with our clients. Got it, got it. And can you give us insight into the pricing structure? Is it an all-in price? Also, is it full-time dedicated staff or do you do sort of agency services where it's maybe allotted hours per week or different services on a, on a weekly basis? Yeah, so for uh, our pricing structure, we do have a minimum of hours um, that we require for a client to avail of our services. So it's 20 hours a week. So we uh, allow part-time um, uh, clients hiring um, our agents for part-time purposes. Um, and in terms of pricing structure, we have certain services that are based on hourly rates like customer service and administrative. But for services like um, graphic design, video editing, uh, content writing, and uh, other digital marketing types of services, we would uh, identify the requirements and the goals of the clients and then um, make a customized packages, uh, customized package for them um, based on the number of hours that would be required uh, to uh, release the final output um, for these type of projects or services. Got it, got it. And then generally, it's a it's an all in prices. Are they is the sort of is the salary of the staff individual staff disclosed, or is it is it one packaged price including 
everything? Um, it it's a an all in one package type of um, uh, service rate. So we already uh, tell them um, upfront uh, during our discovery call that the price that I'm about to share it to you that I will share it to you in our proposal is already inclusive of everything from the management fee to the agent fee and to um, overhead costs. So it's an all-in-one type of um, uh, package rate. Got it. Well done. Well done. And where are your clients generally? Is it US-centric mostly? Do you have people working the night shift to match with the US shifts? How do you find the the sort of the global reach? So our uh, core hours are in the US, uh, Eastern Standard Time, so that uh, they uh, basically start at 9 p.m. Philippine time to uh, 6 uh, in the morning or 7 in the morning. Uh, because we have clients that are, um, most of our clients are based in the U.S., but we also have clients in Canada, in New Zealand, in Australia. We have clients in Europe and in the U.K. as well. So our operations run 24-7, but I think I would say that um, 80% or 70% of our client base are in the Eastern um, uh, Standard Time. Got it, of the U.S., yeah. Well done, well done. And you're a you're a startup, and you know a lot of your positioning is around being a startup. And there's a lot of a lot of conversation around startups globally. You know they're huge. Typically, though, the startup journey is to raise a lot of money and really burn through a lot of money, especially you know in the US. Um, am I am I right in assuming that that you have bootstrapped this entire business? Are you you know you've you've done this right off your own resources? Uh, so we, when we started our office, it, it's just the three of us. So uh, it, we didn't have a lot of uh, funding as opposed to um, what many would uh, believe when it comes to uh, startup companies. So we didn't burn a lot of money from uh, investors. So it's just the three of us. And when we started, it was just in a small office because that's the only thing that we can afford. But uh, because of the the hard work of our initial team and how we're able to uh, identify both uh, the needs of the client and the available uh, skills that we have here, so we're able to grow our office. So it is just from our the resources of the three of us and our um, what we make in the office, basically. Yeah, well done. That's incredible. It's an incredible story, and it's incredible to see that you know you you are able to do this, and it hasn't taken external funding, and you've now built a really incredible business. Uh, and and also, I, it's incredible that you know you're really tapping into the global economy. You know, these are clients from the US and the UK and Australia and New Zealand. And you're doing that from San Jose, uh, and you've now built a really incredible business servicing the needs of, of other businesses across the globe. So full credit to you. It's a really an amazing, an amazing journey. And can I can I assume <laughs> I reckon just doing the numbers in my head, I don't I, I'm not speaking out of turn here, but you'd be doing about a million dollars revenue now. Have you you celebrated that moment? That's really quite an incredible achievement yeah yes uh well in this uh past 
probably five months. Um, uh, in terms of revenue, we're, we've actually grown significantly. And yeah, it, it would be about um, uh, something that we, we really wouldn't imagine when we started. Uh, when we started, it was really a struggle for us. We weren't even earning um, as much as when, when, what we did when we were employed. But now it's uh, beyond our imagination, really. And we're very thankful of um, the, the opportunity that the clients have given us, you know, giving us chances to provide uh, these services for them. And uh, we're happy to see that we've also been able to help them in their business success as well. So, yeah, it's, it's, it, was an, uh, it is an incredible journey. Yeah, it is. It really is an incredible story and well done, of course. And so looking into the future then, like what are your, have you, have you dared to dream of the future? Like where, where do you see yourself in 12 months from now or, or five years from now? Yeah. So, well, 12 months from now, that's a, that's a good question, Derek. So 12 months from now, we've actually discussed this and um, we see ourselves as uh remaining as the leader of uh, the, the BPO um, industry here locally in uh, our province, not just in our municipality, but in our whole province, because we noticed that a lot of young professionals um, uh, really intend to work here, and they're from different municipalities. They travel hours just to go to uh, Sunset to uh, seek an opportunity with us. So we're looking to grow our office much more so we can provide more uh, job opportunities for uh, locally for uh, our province. And in terms of um, the growth of our services, uh, in the next 12 months, we're looking to fully establish our accounting uh, team so that uh, both the the market of um, our uh, the labor market here would be able to tap that opportunity with us and um, secure a job position here that wouldn't require them to you know to go to Manila and leave their families um, and in terms of uh, the next five years of course we we dream big <laughs> we dream that uh, our goal is to to be like one of the uh, the idols that we have in Manila, like the the other uh, BPO companies in Manila, hopefully we we will be that uh, those types of companies here in our province and be able to provide more types of services to our clients and a lot more uh, uh, job opportunities uh, for our province here. Well done. Well, you've done incredible. And it, it's certainly, you know, recently, I think in the last sort of six to 12 months, it's it's been hockey stick growth. And especially if you push up to that 150 mark, that's really an impressive, an impressive feat uh, and a brilliant business for San Jose and the, and the population around there. Um, do you reckon in 12 months you'll get to 500 staff? In 12 months? Um well, of course, uh, that that would be a, a good um, a good thing for our company, but uh, I do believe so with the right um, with the right uh, clients and with the right uh, recruitment, I think uh, it's not impossible. 
Super exciting. Well, let's have another conversation in uh, in twelve months and and get updates. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited for for your journey and and what you've achieved. So, well done, well done. So, of course, uh, you know I encourage everyone to to pick up the phone to have a conversation and just sort of see how outsourcing can improve their business or enhance their business or certainly offer some staffing solutions. Uh, Veronica, if anyone wants to reach out to you or learn more about IntelliWorks PH, how can they how can they get in touch with you or know more about the company? Uh, yes, they can uh, reach us at uh, our email, IntelliWorksPH.com or LinkedIn. We also have LinkedIn and our Facebook page is also very active if they want to know um, the activities that we do here in the office. So uh, we post that on our socials. Great. And what is the, the email address? That's info at IntelliWorksPH.com. Fantastic. Veronica, amazing, amazing story. And you're doing a brilliant job. And uh, thank you so much for sharing it. Thank you to Derek. Uh, it really is a pleasure to be a part of this podcast series. And I'm looking forward to our next. <laughs> That was Veronica Valera of IntelliWorks PH. As always, if you want any of the links mentioned in this podcast, especially for Veronica, if you want the email address, their website, their LinkedIn page, or their Facebook page, then go to outsourceaccelerator.com slash podcast. And as always, if you have any questions, just email us to ask at outsourceaccelerator.com. See you next time.